Welcome to Mom and Hustle, the podcast. I'm your host, Melissa. I'm a wife, an entrepreneur, and a mom to three amazing little human beings. Join me as we discuss my passion for living life simply and intentionally, all while trying to turn my side hustle into a thriving business. We will have real-life discussions with tips and tricks along the way on how to maintain just a little bit of sanity in our homes, even when we feel like we are juggling so much. So take a moment to yourself right now, grab your favorite drink, or take an afternoon walk. Do whatever you feel you need to do to take a moment for yourself, and let's dive right in. It's Melissa, and welcome to episode number 12 of Mom and Hustle, the podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about something that I get asked about all the time and something that I really enjoy sharing about, and it is my strategies and my tips and tricks for time management as a busy mom. Obviously, having three kiddos, I feel like I have learned a few things and I'm excited to share those with you today. So we'll just get right into it. Number one, my first point is to keep your expectations low and don't overplan. I feel like this is the success to so many things as a parent is that if we keep our expectations low, you know, it's really important not to pile too many things onto our schedules and our to-do lists. We need to keep these things small we need to keep our calendars relatively empty and kind of as add things as we become a bit more comfortable, you know. Um, in my experience, it will have you feeling like you just aren't cut out for this mom gig and that everyone out there has it figured out but you, you know. But that's obviously not the case at all. But I think it's really, really important to know your boundaries, know what you're capable of, and know... The particular season that you're in at this point. So definitely just keep things, keep things simple. Don't over plan, you know, don't write out a massive to-do list for the day when you have three kids at home on a snow day or something like that. Just embrace that time and know that whatever's on that list can wait. Okay, so that's point number one. Keep expectations low and don't over plan. Number two is plan ahead. Preparation is like the key in my life. It's funny. I get a lot of comments in my DMs, you know, people being like, oh, now you're just showing off, you know, (laughs) or people being like, doesn't that drive you crazy? Have to be like being so prepared about everything all the time. For me, it doesn't, you know, I'm, I'm a type A personality and I enjoy that. But being prepared, I feel this has also come as a necessity for me. You know, I just, if I'm not prepared, my home doesn't run smoothly. And I do not like the way I feel when my home is not run smoothly. I don't like the way my kids get crazy. It's just a benefit for everyone involved if I am prepared. So some ways that I'm I'm prepared, you know, I have certain routines that I follow I have schedules that I follow. Um, Laying out clothes the night before is a way I prepare for the day ahead. Packing lunches the night before. I've talked about all this stuff before. 
but it is truly life-changing to do these little things to help you with the day ahead. You know, getting my coffee out ready the night before, um, having a car bag ready to go for whenever we go on little road trips, you know, I just take it with me. Um, using nap time to prep for dinner. If there's any way you can be preparing for something in the future, I feel like it's really, really beneficial. So point number two is to plan ahead. Number three is to find those pockets of time to get a task done. So this is some, could be something as simple as, you know, in the mornings when I'm running my coffee, brewing my coffee in the morning, I drink my glass of water. I love to start the day that way. And that is a pocket of time where I'm usually maybe just sitting there, you know, looking outside. I can be drinking my glass of water while I'm looking outside while my coffee is brewing. Another thing I've talked a lot about is, you know, when the microwave's going. If I'm heating something up and I have my microwave going for one minute, if I look around and the kids are good, there's probably a task I can do while that microwave's running. I could put some things back in the fridge. I could empty out the garbage. You know, I could even cut a cucumber for snack. There's just always something that can be done. And I think it's really, really important to utilize your time like that, just so that at the end of the day, there's not just this mountain of stuff that has to be done. When you're finding these pockets of time, it's really important to take advantage and get little things done. Um, when the kids are eating, sometimes I don't necessarily sit to eat my whole meal with them. You know, I'll go ahead and start on dishes or getting things cleaned up from lunch. I take advantage of the time when they're in their seats and I can get a couple things done. Or when they're Playing on their own, I also use that time as well. Another thing too is if I have five spare minutes, I'll set a timer, do a quick pickup around the house or around the kitchen or around a kid's room or whatever. I kind of set a timer and I, I'm competitive in that sense, so I'll know I'll have five minutes and I'll see how much I can get done in five minutes. So yeah, definitely finding those pockets of time to get a task done is something that is going to be very beneficial to you. Number four, I've talked about this a ton too, learn to say no and don't overschedule. You know, know your priorities. Know what's important to you right now. If you have a newborn baby at home and your husband's traveling a lot for work, you know, if it's having you feel anxious to get your oldest kid to a soccer game three days a week, just don't, don't do it right now. You know, if you're in a season like that, just relish in that season and just learn, you know, to say no. You don't need to be volunteering for things at your kid's school if you don't want to. You don't need to be, you know, volunteering to cook a bunch of, bake a bunch of cookies for something at your kid's school. If these things are making you anxious and the second you say yes, you're regretting it, then you've got to learn to say no. Point number five is to create a schedule. Obviously, we have to learn to be flexible with this stuff too, but I find if I know that breakfast is at a certain time, snacks at a certain time, lunch, snack, dinner, bath times, the day just seems to go a lot smoother. So creating somewhat of a schedule for you is definitely a good a good lead into good time management skills. Number 6. This is something 
I've been doing for a while and it has been life changing for me. And this is to use, like if you have a to-do list, use it as a this week list instead of a today list. As moms, you know, every day is different. Every day something changes. And I feel like my time as a mom has got to be flexible. So at the beginning of the week, Sunday night, Monday morning, I'll sit down and anything I have to do, I'll write it down as a this week task. And if I get to it Monday, great. If I get to it Friday, awesome. But I don't schedule things in on specific days unless it's something that has to be done. If it doesn't, I set it up for the week. And if I get to it that week, great. I just feel like it allows me a little bit more headspace and doesn't make me feel like you know, a failure at the end of the day if I didn't get something on my to-do list done. If you do want to work with a to-do list, which I do sometimes, you know, put a couple things down on it. Don't put, you know, 10 things down that needs to get done because they don't all need to get done. Focus on one thing. If you get it done, great. Then move on to the next. If not, then try to do it the next day. Number seven, know what limits you and distracts you throughout the day. The number one thing I'm sure a lot of people will say is their phone or the TV. You know, if you're finding that you're wasting hours literally scrolling through social media, it's super simple. Put your phone in another room. Like, try it. I know it seems crazy in the first few days you feel like you're like missing a part of your body, but you will definitely notice that when you set time aside to check your phone or if you eliminate it completely during the day, you're making much better use of, of your time. If it's something like Netflix or I don't even know what else it, it would be really, those those seem to do to be the two biggest things for me anyways. You know, keep the TV off. Just keep these things out and know that at the end of the day, maybe that's kind of your reward at the end of the day when the kids are in bed and you can kind of just sit back, relax, and uh, know that you earned that time. Number eight, know when you are at your best. If you're a morning person, then maybe you're able to get up at the crack of dawn and, you know, bump out a few tasks right away. Maybe you're a night person and you enjoy doing that type of stuff after your kids go to bed. I feel like it's really important to know when you're at your best. I love waking up in the morning before the kids I love having a coffee, just sitting in silence. Some mornings I'll even watch a show. I'm not really into into doing like work tasks first thing in the morning. If there is something that needs to be done, I will schedule it in for sure. And I will try to get it done before the kids get up. But in the mornings, that's definitely my time. So I like to to use, use it wisely. Nights, I find I'm just too, too tired for anything really like you know, that requires a lot of brain power. So I'll try to do stuff in the mornings if if I can, or even just getting up, like I said, having a coffee, relaxing, watching a show that I maybe didn't get to watch the night before. But I really enjoy doing that. And number nine, if you've been following me for a while, you'll probably know this, but it's to count your minutes. This has been huge for me since I started doing this. The reason behind it is as moms, you know, we always feel like we're doing so much and we are, but you know, there's always cleaning up after kids and making lunches and making dinners and laundry and like 
the list is literally endless. And I know more often than not, we can just feel like, oh my gosh, is this really it? Like we are doing all these things and, you know, there's no time for anything else. But since I started counting how long it actually takes to do these tasks I was dreading, I was realizing that it wasn't taking things that long to do, you know, like unloading the dishwasher, I was dreading it, but it was really only taking me, you know, three to four minutes or cleaning up after dinner was taking me 10 minutes, not an hour like it would feel in that moment, you know. So utilizing like the counting of of my minutes, it's made me realize, you know, throughout the course of an entire day, you know, if I'm sleeping eight hours and if I'm up 16 hours, I'm really only spending about two hours, if that, throughout the course of a day on these tasks that I was just dreading. And in hindsight, when you look at that number, it really isn't a lot. So there should be a lot of time throughout the day to really focus on the things that you want to focus and that are the most important to you. So those are all my points. Just a really quick recap. Number one, keep expectations low and don't over plan. Number two, plan ahead. Preparation is key. Number three, find those pockets of time to get a task done. Number four, learn to say no and don't over schedule. Number five, create a schedule. Number six, use this week instead of today for scheduling out your to-dos. Number seven, know what limits you and distracts you throughout the day. Number eight, know when you are at your best. And number nine, always count your minutes. So there you have it, all my little time management tips and tricks. I really hope this episode was helpful to you and I will see you in my next one.